What is up, DMV basketball fans? Welcome to another Believe in uh, DMV Hoops. Got a great one here for you today. Got Star Guard for Mount St. Mary's, Dakota LaFew. Dakota, thanks for coming on here. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're having a great individual season, uh, almost 18 points a game, about four assists, about four rebounds, about a steal and a half a game, shooting 34% from three on almost seven attempts. Do a lot of the work on offense for, for the team here and getting things going for everybody. It's been really fun to watch your game this season. So I just as a big fan of yours and, and seeing you play this year, um, just thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, just before we get going, just want to knock a couple ad reads out. We're brought to you by Stateside Vodka and their Surfside Hard Iced Teas, Hard Lemonades, Hard Every Flavor You Can Think Of. Also brought to you by Bet Online. It's your number one source for all your betting needs. You can get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, UFC, tennis, NBA, pretty much every sport out there. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available right from your mobile device. Or you can head to our website and use our promo code BELIEVE, E-L-E-A-V. For a fifty percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit, bet online where the game starts. All right, Dakota. So uh, you're in your fourth year at Mount St. Mary's. Um, progress is not always linear, especially for basketball players and their their growth. But it seems like you've steadily gotten better each of your four years. I guess how have you done that? What's the process like? Walk us through kind of your path here a little bit. Um, well, yeah, when I first came in my freshman year, you know, I was still learning stuff like that. Sure. Towards the the beginning of conference play, I actually broke my hand and I didn't even finish out the season. And then taking the rest of that time, like when I was recovering and stuff like that, to like really see from an outside perspective mm -hmm. on like what they they were looking for and stuff like that. So of course, like was watching more and more in film. And then like that next year, I, I got like more minutes. It was my sophomore year, got more minutes. And then my junior years when I took a bigger leap. It's our first year in the MAC. I think I took like a bigger, way bigger leap. And then mm -hmm. this year, I'm continuing to keep growing and growing. And I feel like that's just the work ethic that I have and just wanting to keep getting better and better. You mentioned the film study there. Is that a big part of your routine? I guess how much film a week does does a college player watch uh, for, for those of us uninitiated here? Well, um, we have, of course, we do the we watch film for our practices we watch mm -hmm. film for like scouting stuff like that like sure. end of the year meetings stuff like that like what we need to improve on and stuff like that so you know it's a lot of film sessions with those too mm -hmm. so uh before we get too far into this i gotta ask for anybody watching the stream here they can see the poster behind you got mj and lebron uh you're a younger generation than me Wh who's the goat if you gotta pick one uh i'm going with lebron okay uh just longevity you know overall uh records like what, what's um, what's the case i just feel like he was more he's more versatile which i think is what makes him better okay yeah he definitely gets people pretty involved too so he's basically a six nine point guard so uh, that'd yeah. be fun to play with i bet too is there uh all right so this year is probably not off to the start everybody in the program would ideally like from a record perspective. You guys are seven and 13 at the time of this recording, three and six in conference play. Uh, but you guys played a really tough schedule and you've played a lot of really close games. There's been probably five or six of them that I've seen that like have come down in the last couple of possessions and, and really could have gone either way here, I guess. How do you guys feel about the team? Is that, hey, we're we're really close here and we just need some a couple things to click? Or, or I guess what's the feeling within the program? 
Yeah, I feel like I feel like we all know that we're very, very close and what we what our potential is and what we're capable of. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we, we also have like a young group. We're also with a mix of older guys too. And feeling just letting the younger guys know and know that believe in it and it, it will work out. And I feel like the more and more games and Matt will keep playing by end of um February, early March, we should mm-hmm. be a, a different team. Because we're still we're still growing. For you guys in in a conference where there probably won't be multiple bids, it's probably about peaking at the right time, I would imagine, and just making sure that as long as you're playing your best, come conference play or come conference tournament time, that's really the most important thing, I guess, from from here on out, right? Yes, sir. Because right now it's just all about seeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little tough coming up for you guys here. You've dropped a, a couple in a row. We mentioned, but you also have two road games coming up. Um, you, you guys have been terrific at home. Like protecting home court is great. You're five and two at home. Fortunately, two and ten on the road. Is that just credit to the environment, or are there certain things you guys are doing differently in these home games that maybe you can start to apply on the road a little bit more? Um, I feel like it's a it's a little bit of both. You know, okay. going to a hostile environment, stuff like that is kind of difficult playing there. Sure. I feel like, um, yeah, we have been defending home a lot. Is there any one thing that stands out as if we can start to do this a little bit better, we'll start to see a couple more uh, wins in the column? Like, is there a, a key thing that the coaches are emphasizing with you guys right now? Mm, just continue to stay by it, in, locked into what, what, what their plan is for us and as a team to mm-hmm. have us be more successful. At the- uh, over the last couple of games here, you're averaging about 19 points, shooting about 56% from the field. Uh, over, that's over the last four games. Uh, you're in double figures each of the last 18 games, which is super impressive. Top 15 points 13 times, the 20-point mark nine times. But like I mentioned, you, you've really been clicking offensively, especially here the last couple of games. Is that just, hey, my team needs me especially to step up right now? Or is there something that you're just getting more comfortable the years going on? Like, I guess walk us through your kind of individual play here the last couple of games. Yeah, a little bit of both. I feel like if if I'm coming in and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, it bring it, they would feed off me because I'm I have been for four years and I know like what the coaches are expectations are. So if I feel like I'm still if I can perform at a high level, I would feel like others would perform at a high level with me. You mentioned having some younger guys on the team here too. Do you think that takes some pressure off them when you can get going like this and and make life a little easier for them to get going to? Yeah, I feel like it is because we know we have talented freshmen coming off the bench for us that can mm-hmm. impact the game in, in different ways also. So I feel like if they see, like, I'm out here hooping, they'll come out and have more of a swagger to them too. Sure. Uh, Coach Stats mentioned a couple times that, you know, he's you've he's seen your leadership grow this year. Um, but I think I've even heard you say that, you know, you kind of lead by example and things like that. But have you made an emphasis to try to be more vocal because you are a veteran on the team and there are some younger guys? Yeah, I have. This this year, I know I've always been a, a, a lead by example type person, really soft-spoken, but I feel like I, I do need to be more, I have to be more vocal and, and things like that because I have been here and I feel like anything I would say, they would know it's like something important and mm-hmm. they know they need to uh, listen. 
I think a lot of times too, like everybody's got their own style. So vocal leader doesn't have to be the guy that talks all the time, but sometimes it's when you don't talk a lot and you do say something, they really like take note of that because, okay, if yeah. he's speaking up about this, like it, it must be really important for me. Yes, sir. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, is, is there like one kind of common message you continue to reemphasize with, with the younger guys? Um, just I just keep telling them like just stay stay body and stay locked into it because you know how we have, we dro- we drop a couple games back to back and you know how that can make a team either divide or come together so I mm-hmm. continue to tell everyone that let's stay together and stuff like that and stand positive. You guys look like a good defensive team to me and and that requires buy in so it, it seems like you guys are have stayed bought in and they're they're buying into that message is is that how it feels from your perspective yeah most definitely that's how i feel uh as not only a leader and the leading scorer and things like that you're the guy kind of initiating a lot of the offense you've got the ball in your hands a lot are there things you can do to get some of these other guys going too to help continue to build their confidence so you guys do peak at the right time Mm, i feel like just executing at a high level getting good shots Mm -hmm. every possession getting a shot up every possession and not turn the ball over. Sure. That's how I feel like it can be. That's how I feel, yeah. I also feel like your defense has taken a leap uh, in the last year. I mean, obviously you have a lot of offensive responsibilities, so it, it's probably hard to be 100% on the defensive end, you know, for the entire course of the game, given the minutes you're playing. But when when you need to be really locked in, it, it seems like that's that's been a growth area for you. Is that something that you focused on over the last couple of years? Yeah, so, you know, just just um, having meetings and stuff like that, knowing they needed me to be a two-way guy. Mm-hmm. So I have really took on that role to go guard the best player every night and then initiate offense and things like that, Yeah, which is a lot. But I, I was – I'm built for it. You're not getting tired yet? No, no ice in the knees yet? You're still young enough? You don't have to do too much yeah. of that stuff yet, right? Yeah, sir. Uh I mentioned you guys have played a, a, a tough uh, non-conference schedule here. You played some some teams. The Ole Miss game, uh, particularly, they were cruising at the time. It's an SEC team. They're really good, and you guys gave them kind of everything they could handle. Uh, did that feel good just to show on a national stage, like, hey, like we can hang with the best teams in the country? Yeah, it, it gave us a lot of confidence knowing just we can compete with those high-level teams. And I feel like, yeah, it gave us a lot of confidence. For you specifically, you know, last year there were other guys that that had some big scoring responsibilities, but I got to imagine every team that comes in to play you all, the top thing on the scouting report says must contain Dakota LaFue as much as possible. What's that like to be the guy that the kind of defenses are keying in on first and foremost? Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a tough responsibility for me, knowing like like they have, there's a lot of face guarding and denying me and stuff like that, and knowing mm-hmm. just trying to keep everything in order and still get a good shot up or something like that. I feel like, but yeah, it is difficult. Seen any boxing one or anything like that this year? Oh uh, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. Gotcha. Uh, the face guard that that's when you know, like I can score if guys are resorting to this a little bit. Yeah. Um. Okay. So just as a team, uh. Yeah, obviously, I, I've heard some of Coach Ingolstadt's post-game conferences and stuff like that, but uh, what's he like to play for specifically? Um, he, he's, he's very good to play for. You know, he's going he gonna to push us 
he's very energetic. He's gonna get the best out of us. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that that has been a good thing for us as a team, knowing like he still has that fight for us. You know what I'm saying? So playing with someone who still has that fight and still see the potential in his team, that's that's big. I think on the sideline too, it looks like he's as into the game as the people yeah. on the court. I gotta think that's yeah. probably gets you guys pretty hyped too to see him like locked in like that. Yes, it does. Uh, he's through this podcast. I've talked to a lot of the local coaches in the area. I think he's been one of my favorite guys to talk to because you can just kind of tell not only does he get basketball to super high level, but um, it's very obvious that, that he's very bought in on you guys and your success long-term post basketball. It's very rare. The guys stay four years at the same college anymore. You're in your fourth year at Mount St. Mary's. I'm sure you had opportunities to transfer given how good you are in the transfer portal era. I guess why Mount St. Mary's like what was what was the kind of um rationale for for staying around the full four years? You know, coming in, they was the only school to give me a chance, I feel. Mm-hmm. So why why would I not finish where I started? So that's how I always felt. Not thinking about the the um the future and just staying with the present who who believed in me. That's what I feel. I also think that there are guys that you know, you're their guy, so they're going to look out for you long term. And I've heard you say you want to get into coaching um, in, you know, much down the road, long after your playing career is over here. But uh, are there things that you take away from from uh, Coach Engelstad and the coaching staff as a whole that you'd want to incorporate in your own coaching style or how you'd want to run a program? Um, Yeah, most definitely the way they they really break down the film mm-hmm. and teach us. I feel like that'd be something big yeah good for me okay. uh also heard you mention kind of the family atmosphere at mount st mm-hmm. mary's and uh, i'm sure that's a sound bite they want to clip and show to all future recruits too because that's <laughs> got to be a, a big thing for for players coming in is, is there anything specific they do to help build that that family feeling or or just just kind of a vibe in general it's kind of a vibe in general you know like we're a small campus mm-hmm. so Everyone pretty much knows everyone. So it's like one big family here. So that's how I feel like it's always been a family atmosphere. That's cool. Uh, let's see. Any funny Coach Engelstad uh, stories you're willing to share with us here? Uh, Nothing that'll get you in trouble, though. We don't yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think, yeah. I might have to pass. Okay, that's fair. All right. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. All right. I've just got kind of some rapid fire questions for you to close us out. They don't have to be super rapid fire, not, you know, to take your time and answer them or whatever, but they're, they're a little lighter. Just kind of talk about um, you off the court here a, a little bit too. Uh, what's one thing that people listening to this might not know about you? Is there a guilty pleasure TV show or music or something that, that uh, you're into that, that you're willing to share with folks? I don't know. I really have like a simple life. I'm trying to think. Um, Any non-basketball hobbies that that take up some time? Oh uh, yeah, I like playing video games. Okay. Yeah. What's what's the game of choice? Uh, I like playing 2K. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm assuming a lot of your teammates will also play 2K. So who's the best 2K player on the team? Me. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that uh gonna cause some controversy in the locker room later? Nah, nah, no. Nah. They all know. Okay. Um, any hidden talents, anything outside of basketball instruments or any of that kind of stuff? Uh, no, sir. Yeah, me either. I have no musical talent whatsoever, <laughs> man. So I'm with you. 
Uh, you wear number one. Why number one? Any specific significance to that one? Uh, no, just always been a number that I always liked growing up. I just pretty much tried to stick to it if I could. So this is the long-term one you added since high school and stuff like that too? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, for someone who hasn't seen a Mount St. Mary's game that's probably listened to this somewhere in the DMV area, what's the sales pitch for them to come up there and, and see a game uh, in your arena? Oh, the the environment, our crowd and our supporters, I feel like they make a big reason why it's so hard for teams to beat us there. And really them. Uh Again, for anyone who hasn't seen, how would you describe Mount St. Mary's style of play? Mm. Say, say up tempo. I could say a little up tempo, defense and defense. I would have said intense defensively, I think. You yeah. guys always seem super into it, and that's cool to watch. Yes, sir. Uh, how would you describe your own game for anybody listening to this? Um, I play, I play kind of smooth. That's how, that's how I get a lot. Yeah. I like that. <clears throat> it reminds me, um, you might be too young to, to kind of remember this person playing too much, but it's a little bit like the college version of like Allen Iverson in Philly. Like you have a lot of offensive responsibility and mm-hmm. you can still strap up and, and force turnovers and things like that. But, um, you also get a lot of guys going, and there's just a lot of really good, solid defenders around you, too. So I think it makes for this intense style of play, and uh, it's fun to watch. Yes, yes sir, it is. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, playing at the highest level my basketball talent take me. That's what I feel like I'll be in the next five years. I like that. Uh, and then coaching down the road, any level you want to coach at? Is it high school, college, pro? Like, what's what's the goal there? Uh, college, yeah, college and pro, yeah. Cool, I like that. Uh, anyone that you want to shout out that might be listening to this that is either an unsung hero with the program or just in your own life that you'd like to to give a little credit to here? Um, shout out to my mom, my granddad. Okay. Yeah. Those are always good ones. Got to get mom in there. Yes, sir. Any social media uh, handles that you can share on here that people can continue to follow you along the way throughout the season? Um. I just, my Instagram is Dakota Lafue One, and my Twitter is Dakota Lafue One. Cool. And I'll put those in the episode description here for folks. Uh, Dakota, anything you want to leave listeners with before we close out here? Any final thoughts or, or comments? No, sir. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah, it's been great. I, I genuinely really enjoy uh, watching you guys play, and and I do think the best is ahead of you guys here. So do us all in the area proud here make a run for us and uh love to see you guys in uh ncaa tournament at the end of the year here yes sir thank you all right everybody thanks for listening you know the drill hit that little like button hit the uh, subscribe button rate review all that good stuff we really appreciate it we're presented by betonline.ag and we will catch you all next time